welcome back to my podcast. I am Camilla, your High Vibe Advocate. Give me 15 minutes and I will give you a High Vibe World. Today is Wednesday, November 25th, 2020. And since tomorrow is Thanksgiving Day, I want to start off today's episode by thanking all of you for existing We each are born with a specific set of skills and points of view, and we are all assets to this world. Each of our lives has meaning and great potential. And even if, you know, all we do is just enjoy life, whatever that means for each of us, we are already contributing to the overall energy that we all undoubtedly share. And I hope that you are all healthy and able to enjoy this day of gratitude uh, in one way or another. And even if you cannot physically be with your loved ones, I hope that you're able to connect with them somehow because love is a feeling that transcends space and time and it's the strongest driving force in this world. So I'm sure you'll feel their presence even, even if they're not with you. I actually am down in Maryland with my parents at my parents' house here in Potomac and It wasn't an easy decision, given that the CDC told us not to travel anywhere this year, but Scott and I had been socially distancing for a very long time, So, uh, and my parents had also, so we felt that there wasn't a real risk to anyone for us to gather, and we drove down here Friday morning last week, and I had not taken any days off this year, with the exception of my birthday. So this week has been very, very relaxing. But that's actually the perfect segue to today's episode. Because even though I have worked very hard over many years to overcome an addiction to achievement and productivity, I still struggle from time to time to feel comfortable not doing much or not doing anything at all. So you know, when I'm away on vacation, like actually on a destination in a different town or a different country that I haven't been to before, or, you know, that I have a ton of activities planned for or planned to, to do, um, like sightseeing and walks and snorkeling and beaches to explore and hikes, shopping, museums, stuff like that, then I am not usually overthinking anything. You know, I'm okay not thinking about work then because, well, then I feel like I'm being productive in enriching my soul. (laughs) But, um, you know, because if I'm busy seeing new places and new faces and tasting new foods and listening and dancing to new beats and stuff, that feels productive to me. But um, if all I'm doing is a staycation where I am somewhere that I have been to before or have been to many times before and I feel like there's nothing really new to see or to try, then I struggle. I struggle to just sit still and enjoy the company of the people that I love without fe- feeling like I'm um, forgetting to do something, you know, or that I, like I should be doing something else, particularly related to work, especially because work for me never, ever ends. New clients call all the time. Existing clients need me all the time. Correspondence comes in all the time. Networking groups want me to join them all the time. And I have a fear that if I don't engage immediately, then I could be missing um, out on something, you know, the typical FOMO, or that I could be messing up something for myself or for someone else who depends on me. And the thing is, thankfully, I know better by now. (laughs) And even when I start to feel that way, I redirect my thoughts to the present moment. 
And then I remember that, um, you know, I remember something that's actually precisely what I want to make sure that you guys know about and think about and remember as well. Uh, and you may already know this, by the way, just like I also already know this, but we all need a reminder sometimes. And that is that it is in nothingness that we find everything. There's a quote, and I don't remember even, you know, by whom it is or who said it. Um, and it says, everything is nothing and nothing is everything. And it may seem simplistic, but it's actually very deep and very complex. And I've spoken before about the benefits of meditation and of quieting the mind and going inside yourself and shutting off the brain so that you can align yourself with the frequency um, and, and the vast creative force of the universe. And I've also spoken about the importance of sleep and the many problems that we can develop from lack of sleep. But there's also great value in simply doing nothing, you know, quote unquote, doing nothing, meaning not meditating, not sleeping, not really being aware of anything and just being present and doing whatever you want. You know, you can be talking to your friends or your family about something deep or something superficial. You can be listening to music and dancing in front of the mirror. Uh, you can be having a glass of wine by the fire pit outside and scrolling through your phone, seeing what other people are up to or watching a funny TikTok. You can be petting your dog or your cat. You can be feeding the squirrels outside. You can be watch, you know, watching TV or a movie or a show or even a reality show. And none of that has to be for any particular purpose. You don't need to derive any measurable value from it. It's simply okay to distract yourself from the, from the daily grind. And it's not just okay, but it's actually essential. What people nowadays have trouble understanding is that you can be committed and take time off. You can be a good leader and delegate tasks. You can be consistent and have the occasional bad day. You can be a problem solver and ask for help. You can be flexible and prioritize family. You can work without overworking yourself. It's easy to get lost in the process because we live in a time where everything is just readily available. So we feel like we need to be completely available too all the time at the drop of a hat. And, you know, if we're doing something else, like we feel like if we're doing something else that isn't productive, then we're wasting time. You know, it's very common to feel that way these days. But overproductivity is actually counterproductive. Although you may feel like you're wasting time if you're not scratching something off your to-do list, the opposite is often true. Your most meaningful ideas may come in that one moment when you are not distracted or, you know, triaging emails. You let your brain relax to refuel your attention and focus and you'll see that your best thoughts come in that moment. Maximizing your productivity often leads to unproductive multitasking. And of course, enjoying the feeling of being productive is not inherently shameful. There's so much pressure all around us, you know, on billboards and movies, in our Facebook feeds, in overhearing conversations at the gym, you know, <laughs> to turbocharge our lives in a way. We always have to be doing more and striving for more and offering more and doing it all faster. And we feel like if we're not up to snuff, then we'll fall behind and never be able to catch up. But what is it all for in the end? My 
point here today is to remind you not to lose sight of the truly important things in life. Relish peaceful moments in your day, from the smell of freshly brewed mug of coffee, to the comfort that you find in looking or listening to the ones you love, or looking at them (laughs) and listening to them. Don't put off your life for work that can be done tomorrow. Addiction to productivity is a real thing. And here are six signs that you are a productivity addict and you don't have to have all of them, okay? Are you you acutely aware of when you're wasting time, quote unquote? Do you beat yourself up for it? Are you reliant on technology to optimize your time management? Is your number one topic of conversation how crazy busy you are? And do you think hustling sounds impressive while doing less sounds lazy? Are you a slave to the email inbox, compulsively checking it or feeling like your phone is an extension of your arm? Do you feel guilty when you only cross one item off of your to-do list or find that you're keeping, you know, keeping up yourself at night by work stress? Have you ever rolled your eyes when your friend say, says that she finally you know, got started on that side project that she's been talking about for months, yet you do exactly the same and you rationalize it by thinking that you're too swamped? You know, I think that if that sounds like you, then I'm pretty sure that you are a productivity addict. And I'm pretty sure it sounds like most of us, especially most of us women. And the chances are that you know, you've developed this addiction to productivity or achievement over a long course of time. So what can be done about it? Well, the first thing is to recognize that you have this struggle and then you can start taking steps to rewire your brain away from that. And here's how I did it. And hopefully this helps you do it. Number one is talk back to that negative voice that tells you things like, But if there's work to be done, then I definitely cannot go out tonight or I will do, you know, insert whatever pleasurable activity here um, once I'm done with my to-do list or, you know, anything like that. you got to remind that voice that the to-do list is never ending. It never, ever ends because our whole lives are pending. Life is just one huge giant pending. And since you will be better at tackling your to-do list with a relaxed and happy mind, then the priority when you're feeling burnt out is to recharge your batteries by doing whatever it is that makes you feel good, right? Stop. Number two, stop being a people pleaser and start saying no to any new responsibility or any project or anything that doesn't benefit your professional or personal growth or that you truly don't have time for. Number three, you have to truly accept and embrace downtime as recharging time. That means put away your away message or put on your away message on your work phone, your email or your WhatsApp or your text message, and then put away that phone and that computer from from you and, and, and from anything that you're doing while you're engaging in this other fun or relaxing activity. You have to disengage from work to fully engage in life. And number four, zero in and do one thing at a time. Consume only the information that you need to accomplish the task at hand. Collect information only as you need it rather than hoarding it and trying to learn a huge variety of things in depth. If you're working like, let's say, like on, you know, launching your side hustle, like your first project outside of work, 
That might mean focusing solely on learning the sales skills to get your first paying client rather than diving into learning how to code an entire website and, you know, marketing funnel from scratch. There will come a time for that, but it's not right now. It's one step at a time. And just like with any addiction, overcoming the need to always be productive is a one step at a time process. It will also require understanding that you are more productive if you recharge your batteries often. Just like your car runs better with a full tank of gas, just like your phone runs better fully charged, just like the internet service runs faster when you have a good connection. An addiction to productivity is a guaranteed crash. And this year, with so many of us having started working from home and struggling with creating boundaries between work and life, it's a topic that really should be discussed more and more. You know when you're burnt out. You know that, you know, if you're putting work ahead of everything else, you know, that you keep saying you'll read just one more email or respond to just one more email and then you'll take your morning walk or you'll take your morning walk after, you know, you call five people back or that you'll start making dinner after you finish these last two items on your to-do list. But then you never take that walk. You never make dinner and you end up ordering something unhealthy on DoorDash, you know, and then as more and more emails and voicemails come in without you taking any breaks, you start to become mentally exhausted and you're unable to focus on the tasks at hand. The priority in your life is you. It's your sanity. It's your health. People need you. Clearly they do. That's why there are so many things that are being asked of you. But you cannot help them if you're not in the right mood, if you don't have the right clarity of mind, and if you, you, know, you don't have the right amount of time to dedicate to them. And to create all of that, you must be honest and you must be open. You should tell your coworkers or your partners and your friends and your family, associates, clients, whoever else depends on you, that you're struggling if you are, and you most likely are, because we all are, and that in an effort to be a better person to them and to help them more, you will need to take the necessary breaks. You will need to set boundaries. And they will not only understand, but they will also respect you more for it. And they will empathize with you. They will connect with you in a more human and personal level, and they will learn from you. You will be validating them. You will help them help themselves too. And if for some reason they don't understand it, right? If for some reason you lose a client or even a job that was burning you out, well, that is called good riddance. And that is all we have for today. Thank you for being with me and for listening to me and for being a part of my journey. I am Camilla, your High Vibe Advocate. Looking forward to your outreach on HighVibeAdvocate.com and your follow on Instagram at HighVibeAdvocate. And as always, looking forward to our next meeting right here on my channel. See you next Wednesday and happy Thanksgiving, everyone.